Claudia. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing wonderful. We're here in New York City on a lovely fall day, and I'm really excited to hear the final episode of A Love Story, A Latina Girl in New York City. So today we will be discussing where you currently are. We know that you're back in school, and you're also pursuing a new degree at NYU, actually a doctor's degree. Why did you decide to continue your education? So, I think that the last conversation that we had in our podcast, we talked a lot about how for my previous degree, um, it, it had a purpose that I, I, when I got into Harvard and, and that, you know, that was also like really awesome for me and for the programs. I went to that school with a purpose. It was the idea was to um, develop a sustainable model for love, so we can really scale and serve more young women in New York City. So that was back in when I graduated. It was 2019, mm -hmm. and uh, to be honest, actually, I feel that today, reflecting about that, each degree that I've done. Has had some sort of purpose for the organization. Like the first one at NYU, I didn't know that that was going to be the purpose, but it had that. It was that was the purpose. But that these degrees are more intentional. So, uh, Harvard, the intention again was to well, how can we develop you know a model that can be easy to replicate that can be sustainable, thinking about growing right and expanding and serving more young girls, and we did that. Right, so I was able to go there and use that degree and, and come back and, and implement a love health class that thankfully is serving many more young women today. Yes. So, checked, yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was two years ago only, wow, right. Mm -hmm. And um, because between NYU, I graduated 2013 and decided to go back to school 2018. So it was a little bit more time. Well, during that time, we were developing the organization. But this time, two years, and it was the same thought process, but at a much bigger scale. So we are thankfully, again, developing more programs based on our health class model. But this degree has the intention of um, addressing one of the um, requests from our students. Mm -hmm. And I think it thought maybe from my end, um, learning about um, this past year, that we had the opportunity to learn more about all the feedback from mm -hmm. the students that have been part of the programs during this past 10 years. And I realized that there was a constant uh, feedback that we kept receiving from the students. You know, they kept saying, we wish we had this kind of education that we received from love in our schools. Or the mentors saying, we wish we had this kind of education when we were in high school. And so I kept hearing, you know, and I keep hearing the same things, the same feedback, the same input. And I decided, you know, instead of wishing, why don't we do something about that, right? So why can't we just maybe, you know, create a school mm -hmm. so we don't say, well, we wish we had this kind of education, but we are actually having this kind of education. So with that intention, I decided, okay, I am going to go back to school 
and uh, my goal is to use this degree to open a love school by the time I graduate. So that is the current goal. That's really great. I think that'd be an awesome opportunity to not only for the organization, but for all the young women in New York City to have an opportunity to attend a school like that and focus on the love health class, the love model, and really receive that, um, that support yes. that's definitely needed, especially in, in the city. So you mentioned um, opening up a love school, right? Yes. That's one of your goals. Yes. Did you envision that as, as a when you first started love, was that one of your intentions with the organization? That's a good question. I, uh, I don't think, uh, although I don't know, I have always uh, been very interested in, in education clearly mm -hmm. and, and passionate about school and clearly. So I think that I, it's it's a thought that it wasn't you know I didn't just think about it this past year or two mm -hmm. it's just something that I've always kind of flirt with like what yeah. about if we have our own school yeah. right mm -hmm. and to your point you know what the ladies always say is we don't get this education in our school right so they don't they don't talk about the topics that we teach in our programs so let's say in addition to, yes, teaching the right history, right, mm -hmm. and teaching math and, and everything else that we need to teach, we also incorporate our education, right, that is more, I would say, concentrated on let's talk about reproductive rights and let's talk about mental health, right, and, 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 and I know that schools have an uh, education about college, but the difference between that and our program is the mentorship component that we have yes. as well, right? So I think that incorporating all of that in one place, under one roof, mm -hmm. it can really be very impactful and empowering for the young women that will attend our school. Yes. And it's just, yeah, just thinking about it, it's a beautiful, yeah. you know, vision to have. Definitely. This is just a question that I have. With the opening of a love school, would you still like to incorporate the mentoring components, a class perhaps, in the love school? Oh, I love that. Right. <laughs> yes, like I mean, mentoring 101 or something like that. Yes, that's actually a great idea. Well, I think that we can have our regular curriculum, which I'm sure we will develop a very powerful curriculum for the young women. Yes. And yes, use have our extracurricular or maybe uh, incorporate it into our curriculum, the love mentorship class. So mm -hmm. definitely. But in addition to that, we, we will have our school, but we will continue running the love mentoring programs in New York. So okay. yes. So we will do both. That's very impactful. Yes. So I think that we will have our own, you know, hub of mm -hmm. empowering young women. And in addition, we will, because in our school, clearly, we can have all of the young women yes. in New York City, right? So we can have our own group and, and continue developing more love programs. So I think that that's, that's a really meaningful dream to, yeah. to have. That's great. And in addition to opening a love school, what are your other dreams? I know it's been, it, we're actually a, arriving to our 10-year anniversary from the start of the love program. It's been 10 years. Yes what is what's next on top of the love school but what's what's after you know michelle i i like to dream big right and i think that you know the love school right now is a big dream and i think but it's a doable dream 
Absolutely. But yeah, I think yeah, I've I've had this. I've, you know, people have asked me this question before about you know, do you want this program to be just in New York City? Do you want to go yes. somewhere else, right? But I personally have always felt that there is so much that we can do in New York. Mm -hmm. There is so much that we can, uh, you know, to, to support our young women here. We're not even close to matching all the needs that there are in New York City. We're not. And so I think that my personal journey with education is to use my own voice, the love organization, to make sure that we get there. Right? And I feel that the organization right now is in a place where we're doing more research, we're doing more hands-on uh, work to understand. Right, Our direct services helps us to understand this is what the young women need. And I think that that's putting us in a good position to not only do our work, but to inform the work of others. And I think that this research and you know, partnering with amazing institutions that we're partnering with, is going to put us there to really uh, be an organization that can inform not all the, only other organizations and, and institutions, but the big you know, department of education in regards to this is what needs to be done. And so to your point, that's the dream. I, I think personally that I would love to be there, that I would love to be at the table and be able to say, okay, this is what needs to get done. And not because we say it, but because the young women in our programs are requesting it. So the Department of Education is a big dream for, for me personally to be able to be there and inform um, their work through our work. So that, for your question, what's next? I think we, we want, I, I see us uh, using, using our work to inform policies in New York City to really uh, be at the table and inform the educational system about what needs to get be done for our communities, mm -hmm. right? And uh, because unfortunately, <coughs> one our community, the one that we support is the one that has the most challenges in the city. Mm -hmm. So to my point, I don't think that we need to go anywhere else. I really think that we need to continue going instead of wider, deeper, and supporting more and more and more Young women in New York City. So, goal love is a health class, a recurring health class in all of the districts where there is a high Latino population. A class that has become part of the school's curriculum, a mm -hmm. class that the girls take every year. That is one goal, a recurring class. Uh, our love school and being part of you know the the system, the educational system, informing research, informing policies, informing legislation to support our community. That is the big one. I think that that is something that we are in a position to achieve based on our past 10 years within the next 10 years. That's very powerful. <laughs> I think seeing how the growth of the organization going from one school, we've currently have implemented the love program in over 20 schools across New York City. That's really impactful. Mm -hmm. and. We've heard directly from the girls themselves, like how much they appreciate and value the love mentoring program. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the next 10 years has in store for the program and seeing all of these these goals and dreams that you have, you know, contributing to the policies in New York City, especially this year, I'd say um, 
you know, one of the main components about love is mental health. Mm -hmm. And we've seen how the pandemic especially impacted mental health for the students. We've been, you know, providing that support. Mm -hmm. So going even more in depth of mental health and, and social and emotional learning and just seeing how great work we could do with, with the city and the Department of Education especially. But I think that, to your point, the pandemic just brought up the, what's been there all along yes. <laughs> to the surface mm -hmm. and you can't deny it anymore. Yes. Right? I so agree. the mental cha health challenges have always been there. But in the past, it wasn't addressed. Mm -hmm. People maybe didn't think that that was an important you know, component to address as part of education. But the thing is that now people understand, like, unless you really deal with all the mental health components and the social emotional learning that the students go through, there is no way that they're going to succeed academically. Mm -hmm. So I think that that has been there all along. This pandemic has made it possible for people to be, I don't know if the word is aware, because I think that they knew, Yeah. but that it is impossible to, de to deny it. Yes. Yes. So I think that, I mean, I, I, one of the good things, you know, of this past year was that, the, the idea that this awareness can, can be hidden anymore. It just can't. Yeah, it has to be addressed, yes. definitely. I want to say that based on your point too about the growth of the organization, I think it's, it's yeah it's powerful to to have started as a pilot program and be able to say ten years ago that we have served you know, so many young women, thousand you know thousand women in New York City is just really empowering, and so we don't want to serve you know thousand women we want to serve all the young women that are in New York City and I think that that is the current goal yes that we can reach as if not all as many young women that we can through our school and through our love mentoring programs I wanted to ask you also what has been your favorite memory or your favorite success of the program during these last 10 years what would you consider your best accomplishment for the organization my own personal accomplishment. Yeah. Wow, I mean that there's many occasions, but I think personally, my my personal accomplishment has been seeing the girls that I started the program with when I was teaching it at in our first school in East Harlem in 2012 seeing them all today as young professionals so accomplished pursuing their degrees in the in the areas that they love that makes my life yes. worthwhile and and I love being able to have direct contact with with all of them mm -hmm. I love that and I love that that is my personal accomplishment having direct relationships with young women that have been part of our programs for all their high school years. That is my personal reward. In regards to the organization, I am just very happy that we have been able to, to grow, to become a, a, an organization that is recognized as an organization that supports young women in New York City. We have gotten to that point and that's mm -hmm. really yes. powerful. That now people know that love exists, that is, a, a really rewarding feeling. So 
but there's many, right? But I think for me, those two. Love, people know what love is today, and my girls is just kind of like my part of the extended family. And seeing, seeing them accomplish that success, whatever that means for them, is it's just beautiful. Thinking back to Claudia in 2012, who started the organization, what would you say to her now? Like if you were able to speak to her back then? That it, it will all work, paid off, not work out, but it will all, all that, that work, it will pay off. And I actually feel that I still have that thought in my mind today. This will all be, this will, all this work will pay off. And because I feel that we're far, far from over. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> it's just, a, it, it's, it's, the it's just the beginning. It's yeah. the beginning. It's been 10 years, but we're still, it's the beginning. We're still <laughs> making our way to the top. Right? Mm -hmm. It's the, 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 the airplane is just getting off the ground. Yep. Right? And, and that's a powerful feeling. Yes. Um, so, I was tell her like what I'm telling myself today. This will all, you know, pay, paid off. It's going to pay off in the end. And I, I, I don't think there will be an end, but. Because I, be, I believe that we're building a legacy. Yes. We're building a legacy of, for young women. And Powerful young women, yes. <laughs> yes. So this is our legacy. And so I, I remember and I appreciate that question, Michelle, because it was, yeah, it was a lot of work. And, you know, for any entrepreneur or any person, not entrepreneur, but any person that is just feeling like I want to pursue my dream and this is what I really, really, really believe in and this is... My heart, if this is what my heart wants, you just gotta do it. You have to. Because imagine that I know that it was really a lot of work when I started this organization. It was just you. Yes. But it had a bigger purpose. Yes. Right? So you have to. There is a saying that I don't know if I don't remember very well, but kind of like said that you have to be really insane to, to pursue your dream or something. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I believe in that because you have to, because you have to really see what's not there. You, you, you see it and you envision it and you see what's gonna, what your idea and dream is gonna do for, for, for that particular goal that you have. And that's what keeps you going. So, me 10 years ago, it will, it, yes, it will pay it off. And for me today, 10 years later, because the work is a lot of work, it will pay it off in 10 years. So I, I hope that in 10 years we can have the same reflection and be like, what has happened this 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. It must have been quite a journey. You know, we've been listening to you share, Claudia, in Colombia, yeah. coming to New York City and following your dreams. And as you said, it all worked out. And it's still, you know, we're still making our way. Wow, it's far from over, Michelle. Very far, yeah. Very far, but it will all pay off. And just a final question, I'd say, is there anything else you'd like to share with your listeners? We've heard your entire life during these last <laughs> 10 episodes, and it's been very re rewarding and inspiring, I'd say. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share? Just keep dreaming. Just keep dreaming. I love that. When you stop dreaming, you um, you're done. You're done. I mean, I all of us have individual dreams. Your dreams are not my dreams, and our dreams are not the you know the dreams of the person right next to us. 
you have to do them. Because if you don't, especially, especially if that dream and goal is for the is for a better purpose, is for the betterment of your community, your city, your world, that even more powerful. If your talent and your dream is going are going to be used to for a better purpose, you have to jump. You have to do it. Yes. Keep dreaming. Always keep dreaming. <laughs> I agree with that. So Claudia, on behalf of all the listeners, I'd like to say thank you so much for sharing every step of the way. As an immigrant coming from Colombia, it must have been quite challenging arriving to New York City and adapting to the culture, learning the language. But here you are, a successful, intelligent individual who has accomplished so much in the last 20 years of your life. And I cheers to you for everything that's coming your way. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank, thank you, you for being here with me. Of thank course, you. thank you.